1: faked out again
0: you have found it this is you have offended this podcast we are the biggest the baddest and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet my name is mike mccarran and with me as always is a man who once kicked a glass bottle into a man's face chad Lindsay. how are you buddy yeah
1: well, he was asking for it. He had it kicked coming. one
0: into his mom's face too. <laughs> <laughs> because screw that guy. I took guy's out mom. the whole bar. Man, how's it going? It's going all right, dude. It's going all right. I had not seen this movie before. And actually, before we get into the movie that we're doing, we should probably tell everybody that we kind of uh kind of called a fast one here because we if you listen to our last week's podcast where we did uh yes madam at the end of that, we mentioned that we were going to be doing Jackie Cop's movie. Jackie Cop. <laughs> Jackie Cop. <laughs> <laughs> we he men- sounds like a gay lounge singer. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned that we were going to do Jackie Chan's movie, uh, Super Cop, also known as Police Story 3. But uh, we had a hard time finding uh, an English language or a subtitled version of that kicking around. So we decided to call a bit of an audible here. And we bumped ahead and did one of the later movies in this season. So tonight, today, this week, we are going to be going through, from Indonesia, the movie Marantau. I really actually, I actually really like this
1: film. I mean, earlier we did Rocky and we said, you know, like, this is, a, this is an excellent example of how you do a low-budget film. And this one fits in that same pocket. Like, this is a low-budget film. And, of course, this is the film with the same basic crew and director that did the raid. And I remember being blown away by the raid. And I was like, man, this is incredible. So I hadn't heard of it and I watched it and I just filled my pants with poop. uh, (laughs) Loved it so much. Went back and looked at some of the other ones. And I saw this was an earlier one and I watched it and I found this one. Like it's not as action packed as the raid. This is a little bit more of a story of characters that really has a lot of excellent martial arts films in it Uh, martial arts films has a lot of martial arts action in it but um it's it's a really nice story and it's beautifully shot
0: it's beautifully shot The, the cinematography is really good i i think they they bathe the color a lot which i dug i thought it was cool but kind of along the same lines of do you remember the movie man on fire with denzel washington
1: Yeah, the Tony Scott film. The Tony
0: Scott film. So in that film, he's doing the Tony Scott thing where he's just bathing everything in different colors depending on what kind of mood he wants you in.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I I, I love... I love, like, it's kind of, like, super-saturated... Uh, at the beginning when he's in his village, like a lot of greens and a lot of reds are just jacked to like 150%. Yeah. But overall, I I really enjoy this film. I had an awesome time going back and watching it again, and I think I even liked it, appreciated it more on my my second viewing there last night. I I had a great time with this film, man.
0: Yeah, it's great. Like, I, I like the Tony Scott stuff. I like this stuff. I like what Gareth Evans did with this with the coloration with the ca- like you said the characters are really good here you actually care about them you want them to do good you want them to get through it it does take a while to get going but i think that is in service of the story yeah so the again the characters come through
1: it's funny cuz you know the opening scene we're in this beautiful village and it reminded of reminded me of when we talked about fearless with jet lee and oh yeah he goes out and he's working in the fields planting the rice and we were like that was kind of like my favorite part of the movie in some ways you know he's just you know learning and growing and you know i it it made me think of that uh the opening part of this film but overall i think the story's done well i think the acting is really well done well and uh the martial arts is fucking top shelf baby it's really good man
0: the martial arts are really good
1: but if you like the raid, you'll probably like this film as well. But you you should go into it understanding that it's not high octane. Like you know, the raid has about thirty seconds of opening. Oh, I'm gonna do some pushups, kiss my wife, talk to my dad, and then the guns <laughs> yeah. are just flying. Kids are getting <laughs> shot. Body fucking parts are flying. Snipers <laughs> are taking. Yeah, body parts are flying. Axes are going. Like that. Real. That, that's an action fucking film where yeah. this is uh this is just a really nice film done done exceptionally well and it has a couple of uh martial arts scenes in it but those scenes are amazing.
0: Yeah, they flow well and they once they get going they they pretty much get going till the end. But uh this one this movie really also ties in with Ong Bak because what Tony Jaa did from Wei Thai in movies Iko Ues and Gareth Evans did for Silat with this movie and the stories are very similar you know small town kid from a small village goes to the big city runs into problems has to fight a bunch of guys it's kind of the same story as Ong Bak
1: yeah in a lot of ways it is so
0: yeah let's kick this bad boy off and get started let's get rolling so we would like to thank our patrons always Mike and Mike thank you so much you guys are awesome uh If you would like to become a patron and support this show, become a producer, you can go to patreon dot com slash you have offended this podcast there you can find five different levels of support that you can give to us starting at just five bucks a month, and that'll get you access to over six hours of podcasting content and you can get them the podcasts in full on Sunday without any ads in them without having to wait through the week as we do our little 20-minute section releases uh, and without these pitch to get your patronage. So you'll get all the podcasts without all that. If you don't want a recurring bill from Patreon, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. That's our kind of internet home base. If you go there, you can find our merch store and you can buy something cool for yourself. And that'll give us a little bit of a taste of the mula too so that we can keep the lights on at You Have Offended This Podcast world headquarters. And then also follow us on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and also on uh, the TikToks. We're on the TikToks now, Chad. Uh, you can just search for You Have Offended This Podcast, and you will find all of our stuff there. We give you tips on what's coming up movie-wise. We'll we'll be in contact with anybody there. We're pretty active, so if you have any movies you'd like to see, uh, actors, actresses you'd like to see, fight scenes you dig, let us know. We'll try and put them into the rotation for you. All right, man, so let's rock into this. Uh, so this movie opens, <clears throat> like you said, in the field. With uh, Iko Ues playing Yuda or Uda, and he's doing his little kata there. He goes the little explanation of what Marantau is, kind of like a, a who does the Rumspringa? Is that the Amish or is that the the Mennonites?
1: Yeah, the Amish. The Amish do that. I don't think the Mennonites do that. But yeah, he basically is going to leave the village, go to Jakarta, and essentially go on a learning adventure where he is to try to come back as a better, more knowledgeable person to best serve the community. So it's kind of a really cool, like they're tomato farmers, they have a very simple life, and uh, these people go on the Morantau to uh, become better members of the community. And it's mentioned that his brother went on a Morantau earlier and failed. Um, they don't really say what happened, but they say he failed and he returned to the village to help the family out. So his mom is very emotional about this. Like, yeah. this is this is a big test of character. And he's getting ready to go. And she said, you know, we, when your brother came back, we had some very cruel things to say to him. We said that because we felt that it was for the betterment of the community. Um, they basically just called him a failure and a loser and many, many bad, many bad things. So... <laughs> You know, you you get you get from this actress's performance that this is a serious thing. This isn't like a vacation. This is a you know like Kane and Kung Fu. Meet people, <laughs> solve problems, get into adventures, walk the earth like Kane. Uh, so it's actually a good it's it's a good scene with a you know with sufficient gravitas to let us know what the stakes are here. And it does it it does it well and it does it
0: early. I guess that means his the, his brother must have just went off in like like met a bunch of hookers and did a bunch of blow and was just fucking around yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. he, he better himself in any way he was just the titty bars and and having I mean, Irish it's carbons. not a
1: bad way to spend your time. Like you know, if you if you up growing tomatoes and you're just like, oh
0: shit, what's this? All right, um, <laughs> I'm gonna spend the rest anyway, of my days just... splitting tomatoes off the vine. So I'm gonna see some titties. Yeah. So it's
1: uh, yeah, it's it's impl- it, well, it's not implied. It's it's said that he has failed, but they don't say how. And then we get a really cool silat demonstration with an actual silat master, and they're wearing their uniforms i know very little about salat like at all yeah, me i was too. just introduced I, I to it much. in like ufc 2 i think they had the one and only salat fighter uh yes. in there who lost who, immediately fuck yeah I, I don't even think they showed his fight i think like they had a few buys <laughs> and he fucking he got fucking taken smooth out early <laughs> we just saw his character introduction and, and he was just
0: <laughs> fucked up and far from home but <laughs> i remember the, the seeing demonstration that and, is pretty yeah. nice yeah, that was it looks cool, man. Like it was neat. I like the little, you know, there's a playful little moment there where where uh Uda kind of like they're they're down on the ground on that little weird like little mermaid pose facing each other and he like moves yeah. his head back and forth and like ah, and kind of like bites at him and the, the master's like what the fuck and like pushes his face away. Yeah. <laughs> I pushes I his face away. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But there's some cool little moves in there. It looks really neat. Uh it's a very interesting martial art. Like I'm I I, I should do more research into it just because it looks neat. It's almost like I want to find out what the moves are supposed to represent.
1: Yeah, like I was going to say, I just remember Herb Perez talking about it in UFC 2. And yes. he was saying that, you know, some people believe that Silat actually predates Kung Fu. Um, they're saying that's a that. very, yeah. very, very old, old martial art. So I I, I find that interesting and I, I actually enjoy watching it and the way that they perform it. Like Gareth uh, Evans met all these people when he was making a documentary about Silat. Yeah. And he was making a documentary and then all of a sudden he's just like, yeah, man, let's fucking do this. And suddenly he's making action films and bringing a lot of awareness about this martial art.
0: He did a really good job, too, of picking Ico Ues out of the crowd as somebody who has really good on-screen charisma. Because he does. Like, when he's on screen, well, you really want to look at the guy. And, and he's a good enough... He became a good enough actor that he, he knows how to use his face. He knows how to use his emotions and his eyes and stuff. And he, he's 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 very approachable and likable in the movies.
1: Yeah, like, he, he draws you in. Like, even in his next film, The Raid... He doesn't have a whole lot of conversations, but his acting and his charisma is strong enough that he goes out and they show him kissing his pregnant wife and doing his exercises, that quick conversation with his dad saying, don't worry, I'll bring him home. Like You really want to root for this guy, despite the fact that he doesn't have a lot of of lines, but as we say with a lot of uh, martial arts actors, is when they have that charisma and the screen presence, you can't help but fall for them. They're camera friendly and uh, they do a really good job. And when he gets on the bus, I love, love, love... Remember old Mad Dog is actually on the bus with him and they have a really nice conversation here that has a wonderful payoff in our final act. And this is a really nice scene and a really nice conversation.
0: These two guys are great because as... As Uda is getting ready to get on the bus, he's kind of getting his stuff out of his bag, and the the guy you see on the bus, who we find out later is Eric, and that's Yayan Ruhan, who is the other Silat member from this crew, and uh, he sees Uda getting on the bus and sees the little Silat patch on his bag, and he kind of gets this little like mm, kind of look on his face, like, oh, look at this motherfucker. And then when he gets when Uda gets on the bus, the bus drives away, and we get this kind of time passage tonight. But Eric makes his way back as the other passengers are sleeping, and sits next to Uda, and starts this conversation with him about like, oh, where are you going? What are you doing? In, what are you doing in Jakarta? And they talk about silat, and that Uda wants to become a silat teacher, and Eric here kind of crushes that dream a little bit for him. Yeah, it's 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 neat. You know what I mean? Like, he's putting, like, uh, nobody does Salat anymore, and it's people don't really do it. He says, and Uda says, Do you do Salat? And he says, Yeah, you know, I remember it when I need to. Which, again, there's a good payoff for that shit later. <laughs> Man, right? it's so, like,
1: it's actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie is not even the fight scene, it's a conversation, which I think this film has a lot of heart and really does character development well. And when Eric is talking to him, he, Eric is basically saying that he's gone on his Marantau. Yeah. But we don't quite know how his Morento turned out. But he does say, listen, you're going to go to the city. You're going to try to teach Salat. He goes, when I'm looking at you, I feel like I'm looking at a younger version of myself. Don't bother trying to teach Salat and be this person. Like, you've got to make money. So you've got to find ways to make money. And he doesn't actually say, you know, using your salat, but he he kind of implies it and and basically says there is no money in teaching. There's nothing easy in this world. So you kind of get the impression that maybe he's gone down a different path than Yuda wants to go down, but we don't quite understand what that means until our final act. So this film does a great job at, we always say, setups and payoffs, and these are some great Great setups. It's early in the film. We've already got his family. We've already learned that his brothers failed. We already met Eric, who's a Salat practitioner that has gone to the city and done his Morantau. uh, And just he says, I work wherever, wherever work takes me. That's where I go. Yeah. Wherever there's money or whatever. It's quite good. Yeah. Wherever there's money. And then, you know, the bus stops in the morning and they uh, shake hands and say, until we meet again. Which Which is they uh,
0: do. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, the the mom there uh, is played by Christine Hakim, Uh, I believe. Christine, yeah. Christine Hakim. She plays Wulan, the the mom. She was in Eat, Pray, Love in 2010. You know, she's been around for for quite a while. She's a really good actress. And she plays the mom really well. Like you said, she's very emotional about about her son leaving. And I I really enjoyed her part of the movie. She's not in it very much until... Actually, I think that's the last of her, isn't it?
1: No, she's in the very, very end.
0: Oh, that's like right. Like the, right, right.
1: yeah. the last minute or so. Super. But in. when they're in the village, they do a really good job because they use they use a lot of close-ups and they use a really long lens. So their face is in focus, but the background of the village is just all bokeh, all blurred out. Yeah. Um, and really soft. They do almost like... A, portraiture yes bright bright lights and then when yuda gets to the city that poor motherfucker has got like an address and he's walking down the street and i think he's going to 19 and he walks and it's like 17 18 and then 19 is an empty fucking lot (laughs) that they're doing construction on so like he's going to stay at this place that is uh torn down um, he yeah. goes and goes to a payphone and tries to make contact. The number's been disconnected. He makes a few calls. Uh, basically <laughs> this guy is now in the city and he is 100% alone, which S-O-L, is S
0: O L brother. Maybe,
1: maybe we'll call this his first test. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, that's what this, that's what this film really is. They're basically testing. We talked, we talked about when we did Rocky recently, we talked about, how Rocky and Stallone's characters mirrored each other when, you know, Rocky, I mean, when Sylvester Stallone was broke and he had $100 in the bank account and they offered him $350,000 for his script and yeah. he said, no, no, I'm going to... Like, he couldn't fucking feed his dog. He had to sell his dog. Yep. And he basically is struggling, but he didn't let that change him. And that's really what this film is about. Is he going to go through this terrible terrible journey and is it going to change him and take away all of his humanity and that's the that's the arc we're on and already he gets to the city and he has no place to stay so he breaks into a construction site and starts sleeping in an empty culvert
0: (laughs) we we have these fine tubes for you to stay in yeah. <laughs> so those Would you like something in a 19-foot tube, there. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: We've got a 19-foot tube and uh we've got a 24-foot tube for uh families for um, the extra tall amongst you. But those tubes kind of reminded me a little bit of that um that triangle tie flip-out pillow bed that you had oh yeah uh, yeah when you came back. They're they're kind of stacked in the in the same way. They just yeah. don't quite make the uh there's no quite not quite the point on it, but yeah, he goes in there to, uh, to sleep. He's, I guess he's supposed to be at that address. So that's good enough. And, uh, climbs close, in and close enough for government. falls sleep
0: gets to the place there. And I'm surprised yeah. they don't have like dogs or video cameras or shit. Like it's fuck man. I remember, I remember landing when I left and went to Japan. I remember landing in the, in Japan, my first time moving away from home and landing on the other side of the goddamn earth in a place that didn't speak my language. And I remember thinking, what am I doing here? Like, yeah. holy shitballs. I am... Like, I can't get help if I want help. If I need help. I yeah. can't, I can't yeah. get it. Like, I am a low... <laughs> yeah. n- it's easier for my parents to go into fucking orbit than it is to come to where yeah. I am. Right? Like yeah. And that feeling all, all, sucks.
1: All you're doing is... All you're doing is saying English, which they don't understand, much louder. I need help. What? Yeah. I
0: need <laughs> louder and
1: slower. <laughs> yeah, louder and slower. Like an oh, asshole, shit. Right? Like Yeah. This like this the is speed doing absolutely was the problem. Nothing. Like, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, oh, he said it
0: slower. Oh, Thank you so Now son. I understand English perfectly, you fucking meathead. Like Yeah, it was it was it's not fun. So he but he does well, you know, he sleeps in the he sleeps in his tube. <laughs> and then, yeah, which which becomes is it his about home. my tube. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do like this this little scene, the introduction of of uh, Adit here, where he goes into the yeah, restaurant. He's a
1: good little actor. Like he really is a good actor. This kid.
0: He's this is his only movie, only one he's ever done. Oh, as far as I could find on on IMDb, that's this is his only one. So Uda here goes into this this restaurant, this sort of open air restaurant here, and. Asks the guy, hey, you know, do you know where any place where I could teach Salat or whatever? And he sees Adit's hand come up over the table and grab some leftovers from somebody's plate. And he doesn't bother with the kid because he doesn't care. He asks the, the guy, hey, any place I can teach Salat? And the guy's like, ah, nobody really teaches Salat as far as I know. Most people do it from their homes. So whatever. And he gives him his meal. And uh, the, the shop owner kicks the kid out. But the kid, Adit, sees Uda's bag open and he sneaks in here and it's it's actually a cool little reveal where the shop owner says like you know you have to pay me this much for the food or something like that and uda turns around to get his bag and the kid is fucking sitting next to him stealing his yeah. shit like right next to him <laughs> Yeah, they do. They do a nice slide move,
1: right? So it actually just slides right over, and the kid's literally next to him with his mouth open, with his like hand in the cookie wallet. jar. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just kind of like, "Huh." Oh. It's it's kind of like it's cute and comical. And then the kid runs off carrying his wallet, and Uda is chasing him down and uh, trying to get the wallet back. And there's some really good shots, like they. I have to praise them. They did take their time cuz while they're running through these narrow alleyways, like they're basically running toward camera, they're running away from camera, and they're actually doing some really cool overhead shots uh, as yep. they make their way through the alley. And I just actually really like the colors. Like the the alleys are painted
0: really cool and it's just it just is is a good-looking it's a good-looking film. Again, it reminds me of Ong Bak. With the alleyway chases and stuff. These are a little tighter because yeah. it's a different scenery and stuff, but it's very reminiscent of that. I think they took a lot of cues from Ongbach. Yeah. But this this does stand alone as its own good movie. But yeah, I like the overhead stuff. I like the pan buys, the run in here that he, end, he ends up catching the kid. And the, the, Adid, Adid is like, okay, I'll give you the wallet back and he's like uh, all the money's there I'll split it with you 50-50 like get the fuck out of here it's my (laughs) money you brazen little and that concludes part one of the podcast come back tomorrow for part two and then Wednesday Thursday Friday for three four and the exciting conclusion part five If you would like to get the full podcasts, again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron for as low as $5 a month, you can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punch and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening, and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.